everybody welcome back to she likes it hard my name is chastity i'm Alyssa, and obviously we have another guest okay. it's guest season <laughs> okay hello hello everybody I'm you ready. just say hello, <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh my god that's funny <laughs> oh weak Lord. okay so i'm gonna ask you a couple of opening questions okay. in which i gotta pull them back up so hold on <laughs> okay so tell me a little bit about your background because like obviously we didn't really touch into it mm-hmm. okay so so i went to john hay high school um i started off playing basketball i went to college for physical therapy i kind of got bored bored with it um just because it's very repetitive um then a guy by the name of shout out to do you fitness um, tell me about personal training. Uh, so I looked into uh, personal training at Lakeland uh, Community College. And he told me about a program called... Um, damn, what the program called? I forgot that oh. quick. Um, <laughs> damn, I forgot the program called... Um, personal Training Institute. That's what okay. it's called. And it's a six-month program, which they did uh, pretty good. I went there. Very uh, rigorous program. Uh, I graduated from there, got my certificate, and I started off with personal training. Uh, probably a little about about three years ago after that, I started my own clothing line, which is Legends Apparel. We are all wrapping it right now. <laughs> yeah, I am talking about it. All wrapping it. Uh, so they, those are the two things I do at the current moment: personal training and have my own clothing line. Nice. Yeah. Love it, love <laughs> it. Um, all right, so we're going to get into our hard ask. Okay. So it says, <clears throat> sorry, oh lordy. <laughs> Hi, ladies, you guys are the best part. Oh, that's the one I was reading earlier. You guys are the best part of my Tuesday. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> 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 um, my boyfriend is moving to Texas because I got a new job and I live in North Carolina. Mm. He says he doesn't know if we would make it, so he wants to break up while he figures things out in Texas for the first couple of months, then revisit getting back together. I feel like it's a bit weird and sketch. Should I wait for him or no? Mm. So, Ronnie, <coughs> should she wait for a man? Ah, that's very, very interesting. Especially um, given his reasoning. Um, so I'm guessing his reason is because they're moving to different states. Yeah, he said they're going to be in different states, and he wants to figure things out for the first few months and then revisit getting back together. So the question I would ask that she should ask him is uh-huh. what you trying to figure out. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> that part. Is Are you trying to figure out as far as like career fields or if we need to be together? Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's to be together, that's already been on his mind. Mm. Uh, one thing about a man... We already know, like, if we want to be with somebody or if it's kind of sketchy. Mm-hmm. So that just gave him, a, in a sense, no disrespect to you, but an easy way out. That is true. Because um, I know some guys that when a woman got a job in another state, they just picked up and left with them and found a career there. Mm-hmm. Depending on if it's a degree, de- a degree or if it's just, like, temporary. Okay. Whether or not. If you love that woman, you don't follow her because yeah. you don't you don't want to be without her. Yeah. <laughs> um. To be honest, because that's what love do to any individual, as far as female or male. Yeah. Uh. So I I think she should question a little bit and just ask him, like, do you really want to be with me? Mm-hmm. 
And if his question, I mean, if his answer is, I don't know, then you know what? Maybe that break is necessary. Mm -hmm. Because that means it's a lot of confusion going on. For sure. For sure. You're a lot quieter than Uh Jack, so I'm going to turn this up. Jack was too loud. (laughs) He's loud. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, So, Chastity, what you think? She's so crazy. <laughs> um, I feel like it's already over. Oh, damn. You ain't got no hope. Mm-mm. That's what? a hard, honest truth right yeah. there. I do. Like, See, no. I got hope. <laughs> I got hope, baby. You know, you know I don't, I'll be on the whole other side. I don't, <laughs> I don't have too much hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I just feel like mm, I don't. Obviously, like North Carolina and Texas is a little bit of like a time difference or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like. If you've been with this person for this amount of time, you moving, like you were saying, you moving should not even be like, oh, yeah, we need to break. I got to figure it out. What? What are we figuring out? No, for real. Because, like, we going to have to figure out the long distance when you're at the long distance. (laughs) We ain't going to figure that out in the close distance. So, um, it sounds like it over. So, sorry. But I don't know. I don't know. Because I want to say don't wait on a man. The hopeless romantic. I know. (laughs) But. See, we two different (laughs) ears. Yeah, like I want to say, don't wait. Um, but mm, mm-hmm. it's like don't don't wait, but give him a a chance to come back, kind of thing. Like leave your heart open for a little what? bit for him. You don't leave no open door for somebody to come Not in and open act door, like you available. But like allow them to prove to you, like yo, I messed up, I made a bad decision. Can I come back? Type of thing. No, ma'am. No. Okay. Okay. You know, I it. preach no doubling back. That's, that's, <laughs> and we don't leave doors open to wait for oh, somebody what? to come in. Oh, hold on. I got something to ask you, Chastity. Hold on, hold on. What you mean no doubling back? I don't double back. Yeah, she does not believe in that uh-uh. at all. Why you don't believe in that? Tell me I don't the believe. Why. I don't believe. Okay, so I can... Let me redefine what I don't believe okay. doubling back is. So, for people who've only, like... Their relationship has only been over for the past, like, I don't know, four to six months. I don't mm. believe in doubling back to that. Like years down the line, possibly, but I don't believe people's mindsets and life and things like that change that quickly. So that's why I don't. mm -mm. Unless you go, I said this to Alyssa, unless you go through like a dramatic, tragic, something life changing event, I don't believe that people. Becoming like that new person, yeah, yeah, and things like when people come back. Sorry, when people come back, you feel the newness of what left again. Mm-hmm. And newness is always exciting, but then you start getting those same red flags that you got again, and okay. you get the same routine, and that's why I don't believe in doing it. Um, see, I'm gonna just talk from a man perspective. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> um, I think like, just say for everybody, me and Alyssa don't date. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna use her as an example. Yes. Just say, just say when Alyssa moved down to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Just say if me and her was dating, right? And I was like, well, you're going to be in Atlanta. I'm going to be in Cleveland. Like, let's take a break. I don't think necessarily for me to date somebody else or go outside that realm for, to, will make me realize I missed her. But, like, damn, I really love this girl. I fucked up. I shouldn't have made that decision off impulse. I think impulse sometimes make bad decisions because mm-hmm. you ain't really thinking through. You know what I'm saying? My mind is like, for example, back in the day, I had a girlfriend that was older than me. I was in uh, the seventh grade. She was in eighth grade. She was going to high school. I'm like, shit, you got me fucked up. Like, <laughs> I I know my older brothers have been in high school, and I know we'll go down to high school. I'm like, I'm cool. 
Like, I don't even want to go through that. You know what I'm saying? So, but as time went on, I was like, man, I regret that. That girl really loved me. Like, that was an impulse decision. So, I think it just depends on the situation. Yeah. I really, I really believe that. I don't mind doubling back type of thing. And but we know. Yeah. And see how that worked. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Now, now you need to hear some success stories. Because you ain't, you ain't going to be doing that. I know. And the success <laughs> story. success story. Because ain't none of us here a success story. Right. No, 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 right. So well, say it again, Alyssa, in the bike. Oh, no, damn. <laughs> I'm damn, just trying to figure out. Not that I'm, I'm disagreeing. I'm just trying to figure no, out. No, what I'm saying story. is, like, it's people that, that made impulse decisions where they didn't got back together and they didn't worked out. Because we don't work out. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I, I don't like completely disagree with doubling back. I said that. Like, I don't mm-hmm. completely disagree, but I do think that it's going to take a lot more. I don't think you should just be like, oh, well, we're back together again. Oh, we're just doing this again. So you think I think it takes a it. lot of work. No. And I don't think that's like. I can agree with that. <laughs> so she basically thinks that. You know that cycle me and retro were going through of like do like break up make up break up make up like that was stupid doubling back now we've been apart having talks grown completely into two different people for yeah. four years now or three years i don't know um she's saying okay maybe now y'all could double back but like before then quickly yeah because no. like even like you're saying you're saying oh you made an impulsive decision your impulsiveness has not left <laughs> within that span of time that, um, that, like this person is, that you started to miss so, them so i want to agree with you but i think people make impulsive decisions on a lot of things i know not, I e- not, e- not even relationships that's just like for example like when i was in high school i had a scholarship to roche university my boy telling me bro you can walk on that oh you make it a positive decision man fuck oh you i'm cool no disrespect oh you no disrespect <laughs> i went down there and i hated it where oh you was a black college i probably would have loved it i visit there kicked black it there college yeah OU. I don't know what OU is. It is not a black college at all. No, are we they, talking? What are you? Are you talking about Ohio University? Yeah, that's what they consider it. I know it's not. That's what that's what they told me. <laughs> they lie. Oh. That is not a black college. Oh no, you I lying. But anyway, I don't know. <laughs> anywho, anywho, even if it ain't, when I went there to kick it, mm-hmm. I loved it, and I wish I just would have went there. Even if I had to pay for the first couple of years, yeah, yeah, I I would have loved it. But I mm-hmm. did my do that dumbass decision. I mean, I don't disagree with you, but I also agree with Chastity. Like, uh, when I and I pro- y'all, I'm not getting back with Retro. I don't even talk to him. <laughs> but when I moved back up here, so when I went to uh, school down in Cincinnati, and I was like, oh, I miss my man. Like, I made this impulsive decision to come back here for him, even though yeah. I told everybody else it's not what I did. That is what I that did. Was your right. Um, however, that's kind of an impulsive decision I would make now. Even if we was in two different states, like I'm not flying, Gross. I'm not moving to Atlanta <laughs> just to be with you. Like it, it, that really takes some thought, and like we need some commitment. I need to know this is secure. Like there's a lot more that's gonna happen. I'm not impulsive anymore. So, so it's I'm like gonna, I'm gonna ask you this, mm-hmm. and for the both of the women that's on the podcast, mm-hmm. right? You just said that it would take commitment, right? Mm-hmm. What would be the commitment that? Will instill in you like, yeah, I want to be with him by y'all being what's Atlanta from Cleveland? What two an hour on plane flight? 
I was like, it's like ten. Um, yeah, yeah, it's okay. like an hour and a half. half. Okay, so because ain't nobody driving. Yeah, <laughs> I used to do it all the time. You crazy, you was crazy. right? But like, what would be the like? Oh, okay, yeah, he's for me, and y'all still that amount of time away from each other. I need to know that. Not just we're dating because we already gonna be dating if this yeah. is a conversation. But I need to know it's us. Like we are growing together. Whatever we do, it's a like I'm part of your thought. I'm part of okay. your consideration. Like this, I don't know. Like you're starting this new project. This is our project. Like okay. it's it's about us. I need that commitment that okay. we so, are planning a life. So is it okay? This is our our uh, commitment. Is it that? I'm letting you know my every deal that I'm making or every move no. that I'm making or what well, I'm just saying as far as like career wise, like, hey, babe, like I just found this investor for this. Well, yeah. So, okay. like, I better not get a call from you. Like, yo, I I mean, I just secured this bag. I just invested one hundred thousand dollars into this thing. Like we about to be set. Like, I'm sorry. Hold on. Did we, we not discuss happened. this? Like, yeah. oh, wait, yeah, okay. because we about to we going to be in a relationship. You invested one hundred thousand dollars. Is this putting me one hundred thousand dollars in debt? Okay. Because if it is, I would like to be a part of this conversation. Like okay. that type of stuff. OK. Yeah. Okay. So I just believe a mindset change takes a lot of growth and development personally. Okay. So it's like it's going to take time for yourself to get over something and mm-hmm. for yourself to grow. So then you have to let that person also do the same thing. Yeah. So okay. just because you jumped directly into like your personal growth does mm-hmm. not mean that other person did that. OK. So I got you. that's the only reason. I mean, okay. obviously, there are success stories like I'm not shooting them down. I believe they're there. One percent of the time. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, no. oh, I'm just kidding. But like I just initially like what are people I don't believe. Hold on, hold on. Not our people, people, not black, but like our people, like our age range. Oh, our generation. Yeah, Yeah, like how we are. I'm not saying like black people. (laughs) I'm saying like our people, like our ages, like things like people in our demographic and stuff. I think we are, sorry, no worries. I think that we are like going through a lot of changes and growth right now. Mm -hmm. And going back to the same person over and over and over again is not really allowing you to grow. And so that's why I don't believe in doubling okay. back. Right. Yeah. I believe in growing and then going back if you're going to go back. Usually yeah. you don't go back after you grow, though. You see what was going on. <laughs> you sure? Yes. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, ain't, I ain't here to argue. I'm just asking. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so full circle, you say have a deeper conversation. You say don't. Don't do it. Yeah. And I say... <laughs> The back. I don't even know. I don't even know if I have an answer. So I think 50, I'm in between 50. both of them. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I agree like, with you too. I do yeah. think you should have a conversation, but mm. yeah, because definitely, even so if y'all my, don't stay together, what is this about? In my like, mind, she like even if we have the conversation, I ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. I mean, it's just there. that's a real dramatic thing to be like, right. Oh, I got a new job. I'm about to go and we, we need a break. Right. Like, that's like, just weird. Dang, we need a break. <laughs> Rip. Like, we didn't even have like a month or two of so, you away to see that you okay. like couldn't handle okay. this. Like, yeah, I so I, yeah, I it's a bit, like you said, impulsive. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the question. <laughs>
we'll get into our topic of the day what's the topic Lisa? so we are talking about crawling out of dark holes and yeah. what we mean by that is like if you we won't even necessarily say depression if you but like if you are going through something that is really weighing on you and it's weighing on you so much that you are a new person like you can't do the things that you enjoy you can't talk to people you can't hang out to people like you're isolating yourself you're not living your life like how do you get out of that what happens when you get in that like uh, and we want i want it ronnie here because i feel like men don't talk about this and i want a man to talk about this okay so ronnie <laughs> have you had instances where you have been in a dark hole and you just didn't know how to get out and if yeah. you did how did you get out oh man so i would say about a couple of years ago, I lost about seventeen grand on my account of that scam, mm. um, and it sent me to a place because I worked so hard for it where I didn't know what I was gonna do. Like I went to my wits end, but I was just like, "Man, what the hell?" Mm-hmm. Um, and it took a bunch of my friends, my loved ones, to really like pick on my spirit and i'm not saying like that's all you need because you need a lot more than that especially for a man where you work for everything mm-hmm. i ain't getting no handouts uh and i think a lot of prayer a lot of everybody can't do this but a lot of long time because uh sometimes a long time can send people to a dark end where mm-hmm. you can't come back from and i and i can honestly say i did go there mm-hmm. um but it did also make me realize where I was in life. Like, I wasn't like no bum or nothing like that. So, I put things together where, oh, this will work, this will work for me. And then by the backing of my people that really love me, my friends, my loved ones, really spoke a lot of motivational things to me. And it really brought me up out of that dark hole. And I'm not saying that works for everybody. Because I know some people that never came out of that dark hole. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely say, definitely listen to your people. Reach out for help if you can, even if that means going out getting a therapist. Because sometimes you just need people to vent to and then sometimes receive the knowledge from other people. Because mm-hmm. you, sometimes you just got to let it off your chest. Because I ain't a man that's going to cry. But when I lost that money... I was the man that cried. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, and so, oh. oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. oh, I was gonna ask you. So, was like your falling into the dark hole? Was it like an instantaneous thing, or like how did you realize that you had gone into this place of like you just like? Well, so I think everybody at at a point suffers from depression. Mm-hmm. Um, now the severity of it varies mm-hmm. on a person. For sure. Um, now, I think because of the money I lost by me having a daughter and I had to take care of her, that made me more frustrated than everything because the environment I come from, that type of like stability, and I ain't saying 17 grand a lot of money, but to lose it at one time is a lot of money. To me, at least. I can't speak <laughs> no, for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, at that time, I had my daughter when I lost that money. My daughter was right there by my side. And um, I 
punch holes in walls, all type of stuff. And my daughter was like looking at me because she never seen me angry like that. And when she was like, Daddy, are you okay? Like, I just broke down. Mm. Like, mentally, physically. Because, like, I know what it feels like eating ramen noodles. I know all that struggle. And I never wanted my daughter to go through that. Mm-hmm. So, again, when I lost that money, seeing my daughter see me frustrated like that. That sent me to a place. Like, a place I don't even want to go back to. Mm-hmm. And, like... I can hear my voice cracking now. I know. Like, I want to get my voice right like, now. Um, it sent me to a place, like, I never want to go back to. Mm-hmm. And remember my daughter's face. Even talking to my mom on the phone. Man, it's a crazy place. I ain't going to lie to you. But, like I said, the people that spoken to me and, uh, Spoke that motivation into me. Like, Ryan, you can get it back. Like, you ain't no bum-ass nigga. Whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, y'all. It's okay. Uh, I just want to appreciate those people. Because mm-hmm. you need your people beside you. To get you about that place. And, yeah... You need your people, but you also need yourself. Like like I said, like your people talking into you going to uplift your spirit. And once your spirit uplifted, you know you can get it again. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was to that. Oh, my gosh. You guys have me over here crying. Um, so I know a lot of times, especially like with black men, y'all don't feel like, or I'm not even going to say y'all don't feel like this because I don't want to put that on y'all. But like, it seems that there is a stigma that y'all can't open up or talk to the people around you like. How was that when you had to go to these people and say, like, look, I'm down? Like, not even just financially, but, like, mentally, I'm down right now. Like, I need help. Like, what was that process like? It was hard for me because I was always the person that taught motivation into people. Right. <clears throat> so when it, first, when it happened to me, it's like, bro, I don't want to hear that shit for real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> in a sense, like, I can talk it to you because I don't know exactly what you're feeling. Yeah. But when it happened to me, it's like... I feel that. <laughs> like, man, oh, God, bro, I don't want to hear what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want my money back. That's not going to give me what I want. Yeah, <laughs> I want my money back. Um, so it took a lot of patience. I'll say at least four or five months took me where... It was like, all right, Ron, it's time to buckle down. You can't stay in this area for so long. Mm -hmm. Because if I stay in this area too long, I'm going to create a habit Mm. where I can't get back from. Mm -hmm. And that's where I didn't want to be. Yeah. So. So what steps did you take to um, start to progress out of this place? um, One prayer. For for sure. (laughs) And that's with the people that was speaking into me. Um, and then it was just making making goals. So one of the goals I do is daily goals. So like I'd be like, all right, I got to make 400 today, 400 tomorrow, or 200 today. Whatever the case may be, I needed to set those goals. And if I hit those goals, they gave me an extra motivation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can get this money back. It ain't shit. Like... <laughs> But 
it was hard. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, cause mm-hmm. sometimes when you don't hit those goals, it bring you right back to square one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I say like the prayer, my people speaking it to me, and setting those goals. Cause I I'm not a firm believer in manifestation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, where you sit, where you, I ain't saying manifestation gonna always be correct because you got to put work behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say those are the three steps I really took to get myself about it that round. Yeah. yeah, and I personally think that like being somebody else that's had to crawl out of a dark hole until you decide to put a plan in place, you're not gonna come out of it. Yeah. Like, you can't just be out here willy nilly trying to figure out what to do. Like, until you actually like sit down, it's like. One, know that you were in this hole. So it's like, acknowledge the fact that, <laughs> crap, I need to come out of this. No, for sure. And Step then two, like, okay, how, right, how do I get out of this? Like, you need to put a plan in place. Because if you don't, you just, it's going to prolong this depressive state that you're in. So definitely, definitely put a plan in place. Oh, yeah. I definitely agree. I know, like, when I graduated college <laughs> that's the time where I went into my like dark hole or whatever because I was like I had this big expectation for myself I'm like when I graduate college I want to go immediately into the workforce I don't want to move back home I don't want to do yeah. like mm-hmm. I didn't want to do any of that and when I graduated college I found myself back home <laughs> I was working at Target like I didn't even have my own room in my mother's place at the time because she like downsized her place so I was just every day I'm like huh I'm doing the same rut cycle the same rut cycle yeah. my mom is like in my face she's like chastity what you got going on she's like yelling at me whatever and i'm like <laughs> dude i can't even breathe yeah, i'm, yeah, I'm sure. just like i'm just here and i'm like yeah. why am i here yeah, and so real. like after i came to like this realization of okay chastity you're in this place plans don't always co- go the way that you want them to go things mm-hmm. don't always like come out the way you want them to yeah. what are you gonna do now and then it was like me talking to other people I started talking to like my college friends I'm like how are you guys feeling mm-hmm. and then I come to find out we're all feeling like a different way it was yeah. heavy it's like oh, I just sure. left a group of my friends and now I'm in the world by myself and so it was me like gr- regrowing like my community again and talking to people around me and getting out of the midwest midwest i hate the midwest <laughs> like me okay, leave i'm sorry i'm sorry i was in minnesota it's it's real cold okay and, and right, i came right. from north carolina okay, okay. i came from sunny right. skies to gray. <laughs> um so i was like okay i gotta get out of here like this is somewhere that i don't even see myself wanting to be why am i even here why yeah. am i holding mm-hmm. myself back and being in here you had a goal just because it didn't happen the way you wanted it to doesn't mean that you have to sit here and mope about it yeah. So for me, it was me having to refine motivation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you also talked about like um, your mom. And I'm not necessarily saying your mom is like somebody that is, what's the word? Um, <laughs> not filling you or taking things out of you. But don't, when you're going through these these times and you're trying to come out of them, remove yourself from those people that are not helping you through it yeah Yeah. because especially if you tell them because i don't know if you even told your mom like i'm going through it right now um like if you tell them and they are still just like taking and taking it's so hard to even talk to them and it's like making it worse remove yourself from that situation because it's not gonna help it is not gonna help and i feel like how you were feeling like i have always been the person in like everybody's life to be like on the positive side i'm making everybody laugh i want things to be going and Mm -hmm. so i don't even feel real i don't even think people realized that i was going through this time because Mm -hmm. like 
I'm a high functioning depressive person. So like, you're not going to really know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, like, and so like when people saw me, like my mom, she saw me like not doing something. Like I've always been a, <laughs> she's like, what the heck you got going yeah. on? Like what's going on? And I'm not, once again, we're not opening up. I'm not, I wasn't opening up. I'm like, I'm not telling nobody that I'm depressed because I don't have a job. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm not telling nobody that. And so I'm just sitting here in this state of mind. And it's just like, I want everybody to know how I'm feeling. I just feel like you should know how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. But obviously I'm not saying anything. I'm not asking for help. I'm not mm-hmm. being like, I'm just in this place of standing still. And I realized I didn't like it. And so I said, okay, we got to get up. We got to go. I stood in the mirror. I said, all right, Chastity, what are we going to (laughs) do? We can't keep doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. And that's the other thing I just wanted to touch on real fast is your dark hole, your depressive state is like, it's you. It's you. You just because you may think like somebody else may think this is minuscule. It doesn't matter if this is what's got you in like his was financial. Hers was the fact that she didn't have a job. Mine was the fact that I had this unhealthy codependency and I don't even know how to be by like be myself. Like I was trying to figure out who the heck I am. So like we all have different like we're on different areas of the spectrum of like what our dark hole was and how we had to get out of that. But at the same time, like it really affected us. And I can't sit here and discredit what Ronnie went through. I can't sit here and discredit what Chastity went through. So if you do tell somebody, it's like, look, I'm going through this, and they are sitting here, like, acting like, get over it. No, no. Like, remove yourself from that. For sure. So, Ronnie, can you touch a little on, so you mentioned, like, you had these people around you that were helping you. Can you touch a little bit more on just finding a support system and the importance of having people around people around you um <laughs> that just love you and really just pour into you and help you just continue to grow um i think everybody played a uh, different role honestly because huh? mm-hmm. everybody's not the same you know you're gonna have friends that make you laugh try to make you forget about what's going on then you got people that's gonna help you put a plan together mm-hmm. and then you just got people that's just gonna rock with you as far as like supporting you by the field i'm in supporting posting or telling people word of mouth mm-hmm. as far as like bringing income in um which i think all played a big part because i ain't gonna lie without all of them they didn't know but all of them was working together for me mm-hmm. uh, and that support system i had was amazing um and i said everything went overnight but just to know people had my back which a lot of men feel like they don't have. Mm-hmm. So that's why they don't open up or ask for help. Yeah. Meant a lot to me. And I say, like, if you are going through something and you do have those type of friends, definitely reach out to them. Because mm-hmm. if they got that type of love for you, they definitely going to put the foot to mouth for you. you <laughs> and can you saying? please tell these men that it, it doesn't make you less of a man to open up? It don't. <laughs> it don't. Don't don't give me no buts. It, it don't. All right, so it don't make you less of a man. Oh, I'm sorry. So it don't make you less of a man, but society make you feel like that. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, but I feel like that's a bad support system. If anybody, if anybody well, no, no, I'm not. No, no I'm, I'm not saying, saying like out. society. Not not even your inner group. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But society make you feel like a man supposed to get it without no help you know what i'm saying so just take it back to the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what happened back then, but to me, in my mind, it's like they just got it on their own without their wife or anybody saying anything to them. Mm-hmm. So their support system wasn't people, it was just them. And I feel like sometimes men feel like they should do it just like the 60s and 70s did it. Okay. Um, but I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Like, there's a lot of people willing to help. From all different cultures, though. It ain't just For sure. black, white, Hispanic, Jewish, whatever. Like, if people rock with you, they're going to rock with you. Mm-hmm. And they're going to help you any way they can. Yeah. So, I definitely say if you in a dark hole and you feel like you got people around you that support you genuinely, definitely reach out to them. Because sometimes people don't even know what you're going through. Mm-hmm. So, you got to open up your mouth for it. Yeah. I definitely say that. For, for sure. sure. And chastity. So if we we don't have a support system, mm. what do we what do we do? You know, I love to talk about therapy. I <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that like therapy is taboo. Um, people are like, mm, therapy. What am I gonna do? Sit on the couch and just tell you these are my problems? And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, but it's like sometimes you need an unbiased opinion. Sometimes you need the hard truth. Yeah. Lol. Sometimes <laughs> you need the hard truth. Sometimes you need somebody who isn't a part of your group and who isn't gonna sugarcoat it for you and mm-hmm. tell you like, hey, I noticed that you said this and this and this, and you're blaming yourself, but this happened for here. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need a different perspective and a different terminology. Sometimes you just want to understand what's going on, and I feel like in therapy you can get a lot of that it's like these people literally went to school to learn all the things of what um of what they're going to be telling you like obviously it takes a little time it takes the work you have to find um what therapist is going to be right for you maybe you don't like um a therapy that's i don't know um exposure therapy maybe you like something else like that so there's all different types of things and i feel like sometimes people just hear about somebody else's treatment and discredit mm-hmm. everything else and for me yeah. <laughs> i need to figure it out myself so for me personally i just went ahead and did it and i bit the bullet and you know what i turned out better for biting the bullet <laughs> <laughs> it's like especially if you're some of those people i know i am i don't like to go to my friends and ask for help because i am the person that they ask for help mm-hmm. so for me it's just a very vulnerable area for myself and mm-hmm. so i was like you know what i'm gonna go to somebody else that i don't feel like is judging me per se and i'm just gonna talk to them about it and i don't have to worry about if my news is gonna to get out on the street or anything i don't have to worry about anything like that in my mm-hmm. life it's just right. a, a third party person who's giving me this unbiased opinion who's mm-hmm. allowing me to sit here and actually hear me and discuss these thoughts or different things running through my mind yep and i want to talk about the flip side of you're not the person going through the dark hole you're that person that is helping someone through it um so i so I mentioned in an episode before I started volunteering at um, a homeless shelter. This year has been a year of service. I'm getting a lot more heavily involved in church. Like So those are typically places where you find people who are really going through things. They turn to church. Um, but yeah, I have been talking to a lot of the men at the homeless shelter and like, they going through it like they are in some dark holes. So like I'm surrounding myself with people in dark holes. And a lot of times it's like, just listen just listen like they don't they don't need you to fix them they know you're not a therapist they know you can't even fix them but they just need somebody to listen like a lot of people like that's when i started to realize like not everybody has a support system like you are in here and you 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 have nowhere to go like you're literally homeless like you don't have anyone that you can call on so if someone is opening up to you 
um, to let, just letting you know that like, look, I'm struggling. It may not even be a cry for help, but just, I'm struggling. I just need to talk about it. Like, let them just let them don't always try and fix somebody. Um, cause yeah, sometimes people just, they just need to talk it through. So yeah, that's what I wanted to say about that. <laughs> oh, dang. I wanted to say something after you said it. You know what? We just go carry on because okay. my memory is not going memory. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to say something else about therapy before I like get off of it completely. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to say like a lot of the stigma is that therapy is expensive. And <laughs> I kind of put that out there too. Yeah, episode. you did. I'm sorry. It's not In which a lot of therapists, they do things on like a pay, a scale of what is it? A pay scale. Um, in which like if you're not making this amount of money they're not going to charge you the same amount that they would have charged somebody in a a higher class than you or something like that Mm -hmm. there's also a lot of free resources I love to tell people there's a lot of free resources you have Google at your finger you have social media at your finger Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things out there that you can go ahead and use so don't let the stigma of oh therapy is expensive oh this person told me this and this person told me that deter you from your, your own path and your own growth yep (laughs) yeah um and so lastly we want to discuss the importance of sharing your story um i know when i initially asked you this you were like hold up hold (laughs) up um and i mean just hearing you talk about it like it's hard to talk about but people need to know like it's so like people go through this stuff men go through this stuff women go through this stuff black people go through this stuff white people go through like you're gonna go through it so the importance of sharing your story ronnie (laughs) oh my um so, besides this podcast, mm-hmm. I don't talk a lot. He does not. <laughs> uh, so, I would say the importance of star- uh, sharing my story. And if you want to mm-hmm. share your own story, uh, you should share it because somebody else just might need to hear it. Mm-hmm. On the strength of it, because they could be going exactly what you're going through or similar to what you're going through. Yeah. Uh, and... And giving advice, like I'm not saying what I say on the podcast would be exactly the right thing for everybody to do, but it might spike the mind of somebody to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully that's beneficial for them. But if not, at least ask for help. And it ain't always financial. Mm-hmm. It can always just be a listening ear, like Alyssa said. Somebody just to listen to you, not try to figure you out. But just so you can decompress, because mm-hmm. decompression can be could be a lot helpful too. Uh, or, like Chastity said, go reach for a therapist. Um, when I'm finding out, I ain't an old person, but <laughs> talking helps yes. a lot. Um, and by talking, you can resolve a lot of problems. So yeah, that's what I'll say. For sure. And I have nothing to add to that because I was just perfect. I'm weak. I'm going to say something. (laughs) So I did say like when I talked to my group of friends when I was going through my downtime, I didn't realize that we were all going through a downtime. And so it was just like, it was like me having a battle of like, dang, what's wrong with me? Like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's Mm -hmm. wrong with me? This is not normal. What's wrong with me? And me opening up for me, it was just like, oh, like okay i'm not i'm not a weirdo out here yeah. like there are people who are going through this it's not just me like this is a phase and an extreme change in my life like 
like it just helped me to like actualize what was going on so even if you're just like i'm just wanting to say something i think it's just it helps you and it may help another person like you were saying just in general just to feel out and understand and be like oh you know what i I feel more comfortable in this space like for for me it was a comfortability thing like i had never been in this space like this i'm like oh people do this (laughs) like this is a thing like i have to be in this space like people don't come out of this half like excited (laughs) and so like to see that there were other people in my space made me comfortable enough to be like okay like we all need to go back and get things going and figure it out Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. like you're not going through this alone yeah i'm not doing it alone i have a group (laughs) we're doing it together (laughs) so hard truths guys my hard truth was it will be okay don't give up i know it's sometimes we want to give up but don't give up because it will be okay okay i wrote a quote well i I picked a quote quote and i said mental health is not a destination but a process it's about how you drive not where you're going and that's by naom shepner chapter i don't know (laughs) Mm, my hard truth is i don't know if everybody know who jim jones is (laughs) period but uh (laughs) one of the things he said on a podcast is you can't stay motivated stay consistent um I think that speak truth to a lot of entrepreneurs because a lot of us get unmotivated if things ain't going well. Mm-hmm. But if you stay consistent, it helps you stay motivated. Yeah. So that would be my whole truth. All right. Yeah. And your unsolicited advice does not have to be about anything we <laughs> talked about. Stay hungry, man. Stay hungry because the sky's the limit. Stay hungry. All right. Yay. Well, thank you for coming on. <laughs> yeah. no Thanks for sharing your y'all. story with us. I know. <laughs> most of you out here, I'm going to give you the biggest hug oh, once you're yeah. done. Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in for today's episode. If you are watching us on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave a rating and or review. And if you would like to submit a hard ask, you can do so at she likes it hard podcast at gmail.com or DM us on any of our socials at she likes it underscore hard. Um, and while you're at it, please follow us. Thank you guys. We love you. Have a great rest of your week and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Bye. Ciao.